Right. And I really think that in most things in life, luck has a hell of a lot more to do with it than people care to, to realize. Yeah, I agree. Well, I because think it's out of your control and nobody likes that. I think we're, uh, I think we're wasting some good gold here. Maybe we got to get started. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Welcome to Jim and Steve Watch a Show bonus episode. We're going to call this our season review. My name is Jim. I am Steve. And Steve, would you like to tell everybody what our show is typically all about? And then we will explain a little bit how this one is different. So each week we pick a show from a streaming service that we had never heard of. Uh, hopefully something that you might pass over for one reason or another. We watch the first episode and discuss it and just try to decide if it was something we want to watch all of it or one was enough. And to date, we've watched nine different episodes of various shows across the, the globe and the, the Internet. And we thought we'd do a little bit of a, a look back at what we watched this season, right? Yep, and you know, I I always wonder if maybe sometime we'll find an Antarctic show too too much <laughs> for small cast. Yeah, I would think. But it would be interesting. Mockumentary, maybe something like that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll scour all the corners of the globe for maybe next season. We'll try to find something super remote. Uh, so, do we want to recap uh, just briefly? the nine different shows that we watched thus far. Yeah, I think so. And um, I, I guess in order, we watched My Roommate is a Gumio, which was Korean. Extraordinary Attorney Wu, also Korean. Yeah. You had the fantastic pick of Inspector Minara, which was Italian. <laughs> we went Black Spot French. Yeah. Hoon Chaya, which was Indian. Dark, which was German. Creamery from New Zealand. Kunk on Earth, which was British, and then we wrapped it all up with Santosha Battle Wheels, a Japanese game show. Yeah, slash reality. (laughs) (laughs) Slash about five things. Yeah, right. Crazy. It's a great wrap-up. Undefinable. Uh, Yeah, so those were the the shows that we watched, and I guess just jumping into it, um, what were some some really memorable or standout show moments for, for you? What were some things that stuck with you? I think overall it was just enjoying how different different parts of the world make shows. Yeah. It, it, you know, w- watching my roommate is a Gumio and then trying to to compare that to say Kunk on Earth, it's it's just such a different approach to, to really everything, uh, yeah. from the way it's presented to the amount of drama that they inject into it. Like I, I just really enjoy seeing how the same idea we're making a show, but you come at it from such different directions. Yeah. That's an excellent point. Uh, I felt the same way. It's like you do see some diversity, you know, and, and the shows that maybe we watch here in the, the States, but then when you expand out, I mean, the creativity and the different approaches, it was just really entertaining. And, um, this is cool to see things you don't normally get exposed to. But there is one universal across all shows, and that is head slapping. Yeah, we did. There's that. a lot of head slapping worldwide. <laughs> Not quite sure what it means in every case, but we've definitely seen it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to think about some things that that I that I thought were kind of memorable, well, the marble scene from from Gumio took me back yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yep. Uh, 
Minara's hair. I, I, well, Minara's everything. The the open shirt, saxophone <laughs> yeah. playing, the motorcycle the riding. Playing. Yeah. Oh. The the theme uh, alone was was great. Um, yeah. I guess the the mood of of black spot and and dark and just the way they set up those those mysteries. I mean, those were really pretty intense. It just kind of the slower pace of Punchayat where it, not everything had to happen all at once. And I think yeah. I've come to appreciate that more the further I've gotten away from that show. Yeah, it really was just doing its own own thing. And it was like, this episode is going to be about this little thing. And, and, yeah. and that was good enough. Yeah. yeah. That opening montage of Creamery was pretty excellent. Or just the utter chaos of Santosha Battle Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was really, um, I have really some fun, fun moments when I think back. I mean, Kunk on Earth really took me off guard and it was really funny. So yep. there were some, some really fun, fun things there. So as far as some stuff that wasn't as fun, some things that we kind of had to get through or you weren't as excited about, do you, you think any, anything well, specific? I, I know we mentioned it at a few different points, but just the length of some of these shows, I, I thought, uh, and going back to both Extraordinary Attorney Wu and my roommate Zagumio, they were just way longer than I thought they needed to be to, to yeah. still have a solid episode. Yes. <laughs> and I, I and I really believe it is a cultural thing because, you know, as we're looking for different shows to watch, I've noticed that a lot of Korean shows are just long. They are. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I I remember us watching uh, Gumio, and I think we both talked about how, like, the last 10 minutes were just, it's tough. I didn't, you know, <laughs> it's right. gonna, it's like man, a two parter. Where's where it going? Yeah. And I guess maybe it wasn't used to an hour and 10 or 20 minute show. Um, so I agree that the length of some of the shows, um, that was a little bit uh, difficult. I say, and and I guess also we watch a first episode, but then as I'm doing the research, we come to realize there's never going to be a payoff for some of these. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like, and I guess in a way it kind of sours you because I I think dark would be a good example where, you know, they never finished the show. And so do you want to invest yourself for three or four seasons to never get that final resolution, whatever it was going to be. Yeah, that's tough. Um, you bring up a, a great point with both with that genre in general. I think we've talked a lot about that, like you said, where it's there's a lot of mysteries. It's really cool. Mysteries are cool. The mood is cool. But yeah, is this thing going to pay off or not? But I guess some people would argue, well, I mean, maybe that's not the point. Maybe the point's just the ride with it. Yep. Um, so I guess that's going to be kind of to the individual person for me i kind of like the the payoffs i'm, I'm with you on, on well that. and i think i'm an i'm pretty even on both uh but i believe lost has kind of put me in a bitter position yeah. where i'm like you can't just throw me 50 mysteries solve one of them forget about 40 of them and then yeah. the rest of them just never get resolved yeah that did launch a whole kind of style of let's keep the audience guessing in order to keep the audience tuning in and it's, it's right. a great great tool for that i mean if you throw out a lot of those red herrings and these weird mysteries people are like oh man that's kind of exciting to think about or there's a mystery here but if you expect resolution 
like you said, you're going to be disappointed if you expect, oh, this is just kind of a, of a weird mystery ride I'm going on, may or may not pay off. But you're right. Set up this whole genre. And we've clearly seen that here. You know, these yeah. are, I, I would think, I think you can draw a direct line from those to lost. Yeah, absolutely. And just like I, I thought that uh, dark was kind of the German version of stranger things in a way. Yeah. It's like lost evolved into a stranger things type show. Uh, then a lot of other places said, Oh, well that's very popular. Let's give them our take on it. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're right. I mean, that's not something that I necessarily expected when we started watching these episodes was that, I mean, cause you see some copycatting, maybe copycatting is the wrong word, but you know, it's something parallels. parallels. Yeah. That, that's great. Um, I guess I didn't really think about other countries do, doing like their version of it. And so you have these kind of lost clones or stranger thing clones out there. I mean, it makes total sense when I think back about it, but I don't know that that was on my radar when we started. Not at all. It, it was, it, I guess that's why this has been so much fun is this made you look at things differently than maybe we did before we ever started this. Yeah. Um, so I think you had a really good question um, thinking about our experience watching all these shows, which there is so much content out there now. Um, and there's, like you said, a lot of parallels, a lot of, a lot of homages. So how does the show really make it become popular or get noticed with all of this content going on and even cross-cultural content that's similar? And, and I don't know if it has an easy answer. And the first time I ever noticed it is I, I have a Kindle. And I like to read a lot of books. Yeah. And I realized I would read 10 or 20 books in a year and I couldn't remember the titles of any of them. Yeah. Because I wasn't actually holding a book in my hand to look at the cover every time I would go to open it. And it was just content. They were good. There were good books. I liked them, but I couldn't tell you who the author was. I couldn't tell you what the book was about other like other than, you know, just the main plot, but it all just kind of runs together. Yeah. And I, I feel like you see that now with, with music, with all the different music streaming services, you see that obviously with movies and shows. It, and I, I think that a lot of places feel as if you don't have an immediate success, it's easier for them to pull the plug because they've got a hundred other shows that they can fire up in the background yeah. Uh, like for instance, I had watched uh, Santa Clarita Diet. It had okay. Drew Barrymore in it, Timothy Oliphant. It yeah. was really funny. It seemed to be doing well, but just not well enough. And so, even though it was a popular show, they canceled it after three seasons. And huh. total cliffhanger ending. You you lost <laughs> all the build up, all the fun. And I think with such an international community now there's even more content. Yeah. So I don't, I just don't know what you do. You can like, I remember whenever they remade the tick for uh, Amazon prime. Yeah. I saw advertisements for it on television and airports everywhere. And I think it lasted three seasons. Like, so you can give a media blitz and it doesn't matter, or you can do nothing and it doesn't matter. So I don't know how you fix it. Yeah. It makes you wonder what, what's the benchmark for, success because i know the audiences are really fractured now i mean it's not like it used to be so i wonder i mean i don't know what the numbers are but i mean what are the what are the audience results or how much money does it have to make in order to keep that going and you're right there seems like sort of a scattershot approach and then you have 
I guess to use like kind of a metaphor, you have all these broken links out there. Like you have like all of these things that are started and then they're not, not finished. Right. right? There's, there's no, no resolution. So. Yeah, yeah. What's the secret sauce? I don't know. I mean, to actually get one through. Yeah. I mean, I, we were talking about this a little bit and I'm, other than right time, right, right place, everything lines up. You know, some of it is a little bit of luck. Some of it's strategy. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be a show creator in this environment. <laughs> I can't well, even well, imagine. It's, it's not like they're just putting a couple thousand dollars into these things either. You oh. know, there's millions of dollars being thrown around and flushed down the toilet probably multiple times a year whenever they just cancel shows in, in one sweeping move. Yeah. And, you know, we we had even talked about it about this show you do it because you want to do it and you do yeah. it because it's fun. And right. if something comes of it, you're happy, but right. you just, you do it because you want to. I think, yeah, if any content creator now probably is wrestling with the same thing. There's a, a million people making music, <laughs> a million podcasts out there, a million TV shows. So why do you do it? I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I've never been behind the scenes, of the TV show or or what the mo I'm, I'm sure the motive of profit right but for content creators like us it, it's got to be process right you got to enjoy the yeah, you just got to enjoy what you're doing and whatever comes is whatever comes and on that level i i don't know i don't even know like you're saying after three seasons do they recuperate uh they recoup their their money or their investment i'd, I'd be really curious about some of those things some yeah, of maybe those there's things. a formula that we could find online that discusses because three seems to be the magic number for okay. for a lot of these shows where they get canceled. Yeah. So maybe maybe actors are signed to three-year contracts. And maybe okay. if a show is doing reasonably well but not great, yeah. they don't want to pay a bump in salary to the, the actors. And so that's a good time to kill it. Or, yeah. or maybe it's something else entirely. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, but great. That was a, a great question, I, I thought. Um which I, I guess kind of dovetails into the to the next one. We were going to be choosing some episodes to look at for next season. Uh, do you have any tips or, or takeaways or anything you learned from picking some episodes this time that you think are going to guide your choices or your decision-making for next season? Well, I think what I realized is with Black Spot and Dark, because I, we had picked those fairly close together, and you come yeah. to realize if you're not careful – you can almost fall into this rut of just watching the same show with different characters. Yeah. And it would be really boring if we just picked 10 black spots, you know? Right. So you kind of have to be, and I think we can avoid that a little bit by picking different nationalities for the shows because they all have their different take on things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's difficult because there are only so many genres of show to pick from, and there's going to be some overlap no matter what you do. Yeah, it's such an easy um, thing to to um, to do because if you like a particular genre, like you and I both like sci-fi, post-apocalyptic right. stuff, so we're going to gravitate towards that. And and you you pick it a couple from uh, a couple different countries, and you like you said, you get a lot of repeat. And I guess there's part of you that's like, great, more of this thing that I like. But after a while, you're like, oh, it's more of this thing that I. It's I another like. mystery. It's another <laughs> yeah. bunch of questions I don't know the answers to. And, and you feel like you've just done the same thing twice. Yeah. You know, even with thinking about Inspector Monera, I mean, it does kind of have like a, a Tom Selleck, Magnum PI vibe to yep. it, you know, in, in a certain way. So I'm I'm guessing that you could probably pick out a 
maybe multiple versions of that across the world. I, I don't know, but I think you're right. I think we could probably make that mistake and I guess get boring results. Well, cause I, you have to figure every country probably has a cop show. Yeah. I would think. It, I mean, it, that would be an interesting little capsule to, to look yeah. at because it'd be like, well, how, what's like, what's a gritty cop show like in Japan versus, yeah. you know, Zimbabwe versus Mexico. It'd be really interesting to, to see the differences. But for a show like this, probably pretty boring. Right. That would be a, a really uh, fun aside. It'd be like uh, a special season of like, yeah. <laughs> there's like five cop shows from around the world and comparing contrast. That, that's a great, great point. Jim and Steve watch cops. That's right. <laughs> Exclusively this season. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's a great tip. And I think we'll be mindful of that um, moving forward. Do you think that we... Uh, learned anything? I mean, we, I guess we already kind of talked about this. Do we learn anything about how the shows are same or different across uh, cultures, or is there any um, culture you'd want to learn more about having been exposed to a, an episode well, I, of TV? I, I think there might be some generalization or maybe even stereotyping because we, we've only watched the first episode of these shows. Yeah. Uh, but I've watched many other Korean shows and I think they just tend to lean more dramatic. Okay. Uh, I, I think they also tend to, to mix genres a little bit more where they want to be funny yet dramatic yet also have like a, a quirky love story in there all in one show, as opposed to being more specialized where I think you see maybe a United States show where yeah. they're like, well, we are, a hospital drama and that's what we are, or yeah. we are a, you know, kind of a sitcom and that's what we are. They tend to mix at least a little bit more. Yeah. I, I think that's a good observation. I, I guess I didn't really think a whole lot about that before we watched these because it, I think we're even kind of trained that way. Cause you and I even said this show doesn't know what it wants to be. And that bothered us. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And, and so, yeah, I guess that is something I, I kind of learned that different cultures, kind of have different expectations for the, for the shows and what they're about. And so I, I guess it's just dependent on, on your audience, you know, what, what are their expectations? And and I would guess a, a, a mostly Korean audience has different expectations than me and you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think probably of all of them, I would want to learn more about uh, Boonchayat plotline. And is that yes. the one that, that I think seemed the most, um, uh, difficult for us to understand or just wrap our head around uh, culturally. So some context for that one, or I think well, the irony be- there is oh. it presented the least number of mysteries, but left me with the most questions. <laughs> That's great. It did. There, <laughs> there were no crazy, like sci- sci-fi things going on. It's just, they're trying to unlock a door. And I have more <laughs> questions about what happened in that show than black spot and dark combined. That's a a good segue then. Were were any of these uh, so tantalizing that did either of us watch some more of the episodes on on our on our own? Um, So did you watch any of these shows like a second episode or third episode? So uh, I'll start with Santosha Battle Wheels. And I watched episodes two and three mainly because I felt like that first episode left me with nothing because all it did was introduce the cars and the characters and nothing actually happened. And I will say 
there was payoff. Yeah. I, <laughs> there was. I did watch um, the second episode, and then I actually did watch the, the third, because you and I had spoken about it a little bit. And uh, yes, they, they do get into car battling and, 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 and action. I would say the second episode was a little slow, but the third one definitely. Had yeah, some, the third some, one <laughs> absolutely picked up. And, and, I, and since there's only two more episodes after that, I'll probably finish that series. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, then what about you? I watched, um, I think, the second episode of Kung Kong Unearth. Me too. Um, I thought that was really funny. Um, and I, I could see myself watching the, the rest of that series very easily. Um, yep, the same humor carried over into that second episode. Yeah. A little bit more abstract sometimes than, than mm-hmm. the first one, but, but still funny. Yeah. Um, and that was actually uh, it for me. I didn't revisit any of the other ones. How about you? So I watched the second episode of Creamery. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, the, the, you know, at the end of the first episode, they find that person. And then the second episode is really kind of all about exploring that. Okay. And so, but, but, but the same, same type of humor. Okay. Like, like the quirky kind of fun take on post-apocalypse. And enough to keep you interested for the rest, you think? I think so. Yeah. Now, and what I wonder is those were the last three shows we watched, I think. And so I wonder if it's like recency bias. Yeah. I, now, I I, but I will say, I don't think I'd, I'd go back and watch more of Gumio. Uh, probably not Woo either. Manara, like we talked about, once you've seen an episode, you kind of pretty much know what the rest of the show is going to be. I think you've seen it. Um, Black Spot and Dark, I think you, you'd have to really make up your mind. Yeah, yeah, you're in or you're out because yeah. it's just going to be more and more heavy of a plot. And then Poonchayat, what, what I thought was so funny about that is that I recall there were some episodes that were 45 minutes and there were some that were, were 17. I, I've never seen a show fluctuate that wildly yeah. in itself. So I, I might give that more of a shot as well. I was just thinking why I didn't go back to watch the the second one. We, we talked about it so much. Maybe there's some more information and in, in the second episode, I, I really ought to to kind of re- revisit that one. I, yep, I we'll, we'll have to have a party. So we should. You will punch a party. Watch, yeah. watch party. Um, okay, so we so we we covered whether or not we watched any more episodes. Final rank order. Now I think it's going to be difficult for us to, you know, to. I know we already are kind of all over the, the place. So I thought if we could at least agree on maybe what we considered the best or the couple best or the, the couple of worst. And I'm assuming we're probably going to be able to agree on that. So what were yeah, your top picks, I guess? So I, I guess we'll look at top three or four. Okay. I went creamery, kunk on earth, Poon Chayat and Santosha battle wheels. Yeah. Now okay. that I think that, I gave it a lot of thought over the last week, and I think that actually moved a couple of things for me. Okay, uh, from where I had previously, and then at the bottom was Gumio, which I think you also had. Mm-hmm. So, what yeah. about your top? I mean, I, I I would agree with that, and I I don't know if it's like you said some of the recency effect, but I liked Creamery a lot, Kunk on Earth, Santosha Battle Wheels is super entertaining. Punchaya, even though I didn't watch the second episode, I I, I probably will. Um, I'm going to put black spot and dark kind of in the, the middle because yep. I think they're solid. If you want to jump on board, inspector Minar is kind of a one, one trick pony. And although interesting, the, 
ex- extraordinary attorney Wu and and my roommate's a Gumi. I, I just didn't hold my interest. I think the way the other ones did. Well, yeah. Then we might have very similar one through nines. Ah, we got there. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Without any talk about it, we we got there. That's really interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm on board, and we'll have to. I, I think I will make a point to, to watch Puchai. We'll have to. We'll have to check. Yeah, it out. I think so too. I, I really, I don't want to abandon that show, but then yeah. I also think there's an equal chance of me still, like, still yeah. just having no idea what happened after three episodes. Right, that could be part of the fun, I guess. Yep. Um, okay, so um, announced, uh, I guess our our last episode idea. So we're going to do one more episode. This is kind of a bonus episode, and we're going to do one more for the season. And we thought about maybe watching a a movie, right? But not just any movie. Right. We are so, going to pick a kind of B movie that yeah. we can have some fun with. Uh, yeah, th- this won't be high theater. No. <laughs> so Jim and Steve watch a B movie. Yeah, that's pretty much how this one's going to go. Now, we haven't picked it yet, uh, but once we have narrowed it down to maybe a couple, I think we can pick a good one and, and have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Uh, and maybe do a, uh, maybe a, wonder if we could do a nerd challenge that would incorporate both of us somehow as the, as a final. Well, we'll, we'll just have to have a, a guest on the show and they can give yeah. us a nerd challenge. Yes, we'll both have to collaboratively work on yeah, it. Yeah, we'll figure that um, out. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so that was a, a look at and a review of uh, the episodes that we watched this this season. And Jim and Steve watch a show. Hope you enjoyed it. And hope you stick around for our last episode where Jim and Steve watch a, a B movie. <laughs> it, it was a fun ride. It was. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. <laughs>